Welcome to the Commission Client Podcast. These are the real and raw stories of people that use their health success and struggles to better lead and serve others. If your goal of getting healthy is to have a static achievement, you will always come up short. Instead, find purpose in your health gains and be commissioned to better serve your purpose. I'm your guide and host, Dr. Kurt Perkins, introducing you to the real heroes in healthcare, the people just like you. Thanks for listening. All right, so we've got Rebecca here today, and I asked you to be here because I think you guys have a unique perspective. Stories that I'm hearing from a lot of parents of like entering the teenage phase of one is just a teenage mood change thing, or one is there something we have to dive deeper. So I don't know if you want to kind of talk about your journey a little bit, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for having us. Um, yeah, so we uh we have four kiddos and um we've kind of done the traditional healthcare. you know started our first two off with the standard immunizations they were born in hospitals you know and we didn't really have um a bad experience but um i think we felt kind of bullied into you know if we'd have questions about immunizations or things like that um instead of answering questions like you know long-term impact what's the research on these what's in them you know uh we would kind of get the runaround which was very frustrating and instead of answering our questions we were told well you know the the repercussions of not doing this could be far worse and so um it's kind of left a sour taste in you know our mouths and um we were actually told by one pediatrician that if we were going to stop doing immunizations, um, they couldn't see us anymore. We couldn't even come to their clinic. And so we actually kind of stopped doing uh, wellness visits with our kids <laughs> because of that. And, you know, um, overall did fine. And then as far as um, m- more natural medicine, uh, when we found out we were pregnant with our third, we decided that, you know, the hospital thing was fine, but uh, we wanted to try something a little bit different. So we ended up going with uh, a midwife who, um, who was fantastic and also helped me kind of gain new perspective on good nutrition and some other things that could prevent um, all kinds of things with, um, with infant issues. And I don't know just uh, how much you want me to say about that. But yeah, uh, we... We, I guess, were intrigued by the possibilities of just eating well in order to um, avoid having to take all kinds of other uh, avenues for, for good health. And had great experiences with our, our last two were born at home. So we had cool. great, great experiences with that. Awesome. So where was your, not to say turning point, but kind of... Who influenced you to start like questioning things more, or is it just kind of an instinct you guys had? It um, probably talking to um, the midwife uh, kind of started started that process a little bit on nutrition and supplements. We kind of um, fell off that bandwagon a little bit when you know. Um, we, we had a slight difference of opinion with one of the midwives that we were seeing um, on some health practices. Um, and so we, we kind of just left it. And our kids, you know, they were growing. They were healthy overall. And so, um, you know, we really didn't worry about it. However, when uh, our oldest uh, son 
in particular, uh, you know, started into, well, it's, it's been a long time. It's probably before adolescence, but, uh, just, he was, has been a rather difficult child in just emotionally. So rages, um, very, very, I mean, just short temper, like beyond what I would consider normal and, you know, healthy family dynamic. And, um, so they're really, should be no reason for you know some of the emotional outbursts that we were noticing and uh so it was just causing issues in our home there was no peace in our home and so uh, I spoke with a friend of mine who um had you know her own health journey that um has been very dramatic but you know has she's just feeling great you know went from daily daily pain to you know feeling just like a whole new person and so she was the one who actually told me about you and kind of said hey there are you know options um to look into because maybe it's food allergies maybe this is what's prompting Mm -hmm. you know some of these rages and uh, just not normal behavior you know it seemed you know watching um other adolescents uh, his age, you know, um, and talking to them a little bit about their own experiences, I felt like is that you know his his case maybe a little bit extreme, and then um, there was some depression on top of that, which was not normal um, either uh, for his age. I didn't think, and for his situation, and just um, for our family dynamic, and so that that was actually really. I don't want to call it a breaking point, but the point where, um, you know, I knew we needed help, you know, and I didn't want to go to a a regular physician who would probably prescribe antidepressants or something like that. I I wanted uh, something better, something more long-term for him. So you never even went that route? We did not. I'm just curious if you hear, like, what did they... What was their take on it? Like, if you even brought food and behavior up? We did it. Well, and again, it was, you know, I think it was that sour taste left in our mouths on <laughs> the the other, <laughs> the, you know, feeling kind of bullied into, no, you need to take, um, you know, this medication for this. Or, hey, you know, you need this immunization. Uh, and so I, I knew, and, and we haven't, you know, I don't feel like doctors are all bad. I think they definitely have their purpose. We know some wonderful physicians, you know, dear friends of ours, you know, who um, are great, but I think our experience as a whole was, you know, the big, the big system where, you know, it's kind of assembly line here. Let's just, let's fix this, this, this medication will take care of this symptom, you know, and hey, you're good to go. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Kind of a and I didn't, I didn't want to go there. And because the depression was also kind of a sensitive, you know, uh, he had considered suicide. And so because of the sensitive nature of the topic, you know, we went to our, our church family, you know, um, and had our family, you know, uh, covering us uh, in prayer and some other things like that. I feel like, um, you know, changing changing the diet if we could do something there and see if it was an allergy would be a much less uh potentially catastrophic (laughs) route than you know having him take 
medication, which could cause a whole myriad of other issues, you know. If, gotcha. And so that's that's why we did not go the quote-unquote traditional route. Cool. So with a early preteen, changing a diet, how do you approach that with him? <laughs> how do you get him on board for that? Uh, well, um, I, he's an athlete, and so I think the biggest draw um, was the fact that it could potentially make him a better um, baseball player. And, you know, uh, telling him, telling, telling a 12-year-old boy, hey, you know, we're going to change your diet because what you've been eating is terrible and it's hurting you. You know, as an adult, yeah, we, we get that, we understand that, but for him, you know, yeah, whatever. And But if you told him, hey, this is gonna make you better, you're going to be a better scholar. You're going to be a better athlete, both of which are very important to him. Um, that was definitely the draw. Uh, he was not on board. Um, he, there was quite a bit of pushback uh, on that initially. But, you know, I think when we found out, you know, the benefits and started to see those benefits and he started to see those benefits, then it became easier. Because he was, he also was noticing a change. My husband noticed a change. I was noticing a change as soon as we um, just changed our diet, and I couldn't believe um, how quickly the change, you know, started to happen. You know, I figured it'd be, you know, years maybe before we'd see yeah. true um, impact. But as soon as we cut out a lot of the junk, which you know was minimal, um, even, but cutting some of that out and getting some supplements in his body which you know that that can be a struggle sometimes too but you know overall he's just he's done amazing and we hear from his coaches and we hear from his um you know teachers and uh church uh leadership just you know what an amazing kid he is and it makes me want to cry every time because this has not always been the case i yeah. felt like a terrible mother i felt like i couldn't discipline i felt like i was doing something horrendously wrong for a child to be so volatile at such a young age without any you know there's no divorce history there's no family death there's no trauma in the sense that we think of right. trauma you know to, to that would um spur the kind of behaviors that we were seeing so it was um, it's been just amazing to see the change and to see the difference. Um, I think probably one of the biggest struggles in that is, you know, when you have 10 birthday parties a month or whatever, trying to figure out, okay, hey, we're going to bring our own little treat for you to have at the birthday party, you know. And for him, being 12, I feel like, and for my uh, our oldest daughter, who's 14, I think it's a little bit easier because they're able to articulate, hey, no, I, I you know, no thank you, I'm not going to eat this or, you know, but that's their choice. And I think that's been... Um, a little bit of a struggle uh, sometimes just because they don't always want to say no even though they know the benefits they don't always want to say no and it's hard to say no sometimes they feel um different by not eating you know all of the artificial color right. and the other <laughs> yummy stuff at the party that everybody else is eating but you know um we're, we're it's a journey we're getting there so how do you do with that mom guilt of my kids potentially being like not left well I guess yeah like he's left out, <laughs> left out he's the weird kid like I mean because that's our situation right like, we're gonna have the weird kids we're gonna so. have the weird kids yeah I feel like knowing that he's 
you know, and I hate to use the word performing, but knowing that he's living um, to like his highest potential, like, you know, he couldn't play better at sports if he tried kind of a thing, even, you know, as he grows and learns there, he couldn't do better academically, even if he tried. And like, he's, he's doing so well in all these areas, spiritually, mentally, he, you know, he's, he's not raging anymore. And so I have to tuck that away when I feel like the weird mom, when I feel like I'm going to have the weird kids, I have to remember, Hey, this has been a journey. And would I rather have the weird kids or would I rather go back to what we were dealing with before? And the answer is emphatically no, like I don't ever want to go back to that. And, um, you know, sometimes, you know, we do fall off the bandwagon. People are going to fall off the bandwagon. You are going to, you know, um, you know, go on vacation. We did that here recently. You know, you're going to go on vacation and there's going to probably be a few things that slip into your diet or, or, you know, that you, you wouldn't normally do. And the thing is you, um, you just can't beat yourself up over that or get discouraged and continue that. Just jump right back on the bandwagon as soon as you can. I think that's something that I'm learning, you know, even now is just get back on it. If you, if you have a bad day, okay, start fresh tomorrow, keep going, start fresh that next meal, you know, don't put it off, but just do your best to keep it rolling. And as far as, you know, when your kids have questions, well, why, 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 why do I have to do this? Why do I have to eat this? Why can't I eat this? You know, which we've had quite a bit of um, just letting them know, hey, you know, and for us, you know, um, we, um, you know, we're a spiritual family. And so a lot of it does come back to, to spirit. Um, you know, we're, we are called to be different. We are supposed to be different and it's okay to be different. It's actually good to be different and to affirm that rather than just shut it, shut the questions down, you know, and articulate even to your kids, Hey, look where we were and look where we are now and just have those good conversations with them so that they're better able to, um, make good decisions, you know, when they need to you know, when you're not there to make those for them, you know, and that's kind of where we're, we want them to be anyway, to be able to make those decisions for themselves so that when they leave the house, they're making good choices on their own, not just because they were living with mom and dad who didn't buy stuff, you know, that they aren't supposed to eat, but they are equipped mentally, uh, physically and spiritually, you know, to make those wise decisions so that they can live a lifetime of, you know, good health and, that'll trickle into their families. If you're the internal dialogue of, if I deprive him of this at 12, he's going to go nuts at 21. <laughs> I'd be lying if I said no. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I feel like, um, well, you know, for me, that's a point of prayer. But again, you know, I know other people have different perspectives. For me, that's a point of prayer and just trusting God with that. But um, yeah, I do have those struggles and I wonder. And there's just no way of knowing. That's yeah. You know, that's where just kind of trusting that the conversations and you know the way you're walking it out at home, um, you just you hope and you pray that that leaks into later you know teenage years and young adulthood and all of those things. There's you know that's really out of my hands, and so I try not to waste too much time worrying about that. But it has crept in on occasion. All right. No, that's not a personal because I've had that conversation. I don't know, probably a hundred times over the past six months of, well, I don't want him not having this because he's going to go nuts later. Yeah. I'm like, well, you got to be an adult. Like, <laughs> so you guys are adulting well in that category where 
yeah, like, I don't know, in my head, I always change the characters of the story where, like, say we're talking about sugar now. What if you're like, well, I don't want to go nuts on cocaine later, right. so I'm just going to give him a little bit today. Right. And, like, you could always take it to the way. extreme, yeah, right? Like, yeah. And yeah. so when I change the characters, I'm like, no, that doesn't make any sense. To me. <laughs> so, um, good. So, I mean, that's not an easy thing still, even though you've chosen it, but. Yeah. Okay. Have you gotten any, like, outright pushback, like, say, on your family vacation, like, with other extended family members? <laughs> uh, we have had the raised eyebrows a few times. Um, not Some from family, I think, you know, not, not intending to be cruel, but we do tend to be the butt of some family jokes just because, you know, uh, you know we do essential oils and we do supplements now and we don't eat this, you know, but we eat all, you know, these whole foods and, and some things. And, and so, yes, sometimes we get pushback. Sometimes, you know, the kids will go have a date with, uh, family members and they'll come loaded with just garbage in their system which has caused caused some family tension but that's just something that we're trying to work through and it is getting better as you know um, I feel like for us you know this journey isn't just for us but it's also about sharing what we're learning and how it's affecting our lives you know um, and so sharing that, just like you'd share good news with somebody, like, hey, you won't believe, like, I tried this uh, essential oil or I tried this food um, instead of, you know, uh, just over-the-counter cold medication or something, and you won't believe how it worked. Or, hey, I tried apple cider vinegar for this, and you won't believe the results. And sharing that in a way that's exciting, I think, helps other people to kind of get excited for you and with you, and it piques their curiosity, you know, they may not try it, but it piques their curiosity. Yeah. And I think um, when they see positive results and when they see, you know, especially close family members who have observed, you know, your children for their entire lives, when they see those positive changes, I think the eyebrow raising ceases, you know, and they're, um, then they begin to really cheer you on. And I feel like that's kind of the point that we're finally cool. getting to a little bit. And that's been really encouraging and they've been very supportive overall. Uh, you know, especially, um, in the last, you know, few months, um, just because I think they're also seeing those changes and, you know, there's always going to be people who joke, but I think those are the people who don't get it. They haven't been there and they're just in their own place in their own journey. And so. Cool. So how do you change, like, the whole family culture opposed to, like, just my son is going to eat this way and everyone else? Was it just, like... Well, we believe in fairness. <laughs> so uh, to avoid rioting and having my son feel completely isolated, uh, it was actually my husband's idea, you know, instead of just kind of weaving it in, he said, no, let's just do it. Like, we're all just going to do it. And, um, you know, instead of... and. I feel like um, integrating it slowly is, can be really beneficial because then you don't feel like you're eliminating tons all at once. Our family had the benefit to where we already were kind of uh, on that journey. Um, it was easier to remove a few other things that just we hadn't removed yet. So for us, it, it was kind of like a zero entry pool. It didn't feel super dramatic cool. uh, compared to maybe somebody who feels like they've just jumped into the deep end of the pool without floaties, you know? So it, you know, it really um, hasn't been as difficult as I imagined it would be. There are definitely are days that, um, yeah, we, we do get some, some pushback. 
on on certain things but um, those days I feel like are getting fewer and fewer cool so. how about the baseball culture like I'm not in that so I don't know like is it more accepted there because we see older athletes like my age in the 40s like <laughs> still killing it like Tom Brady and yeah Brady, right like <laughs> um Baseball culture, I feel like we were a little bit of an, an anomaly, given his age, is all. Oh, yeah. um, however, you know, again, you had the opportunity, we had the opportunity to share the, you know, the good news when coaches uh, would come up and say, man, he's just, you know, he's rock solid here. He's looking great. He's, he's doing great. He's emotionally stable. We heard that a lot. I mean, and when you're a coach of 12, 13 year old boys, you're dealing with a lot of emotion. Their bodies are changing. They're, they're tired. They're, you know, they're together all the time. And so there are lots of opportunities for anger and tears and throwing bats and kicking helmets and yelling at one another. And Zach, um, was just very even keeled like which blew blew my husband and I away uh blew the coaches away they just couldn't believe how steady he was and you know again some of that's going to be character but a lot of that just especially given you know what we know about our son is that you know that's you know his body is no longer fighting um you know what what we're putting inside of it and so he's able to grow for the first time in his life and mature and develop in in ways that he hasn't beforehand and so they're noticing that and so we would just say hey it's really just the nutrition and the supplements and a few families you know i know um had allergy issues and so some of them ate differently you know than the team but overall we were kind of an anomaly but everybody was very supportive with that and actually i think inspired to maybe um try some new things themselves which you know is always kind of fun when somebody's excited the way you're excited about yeah. a new journey so how about could you guys travel quite a bit too with the baseball um not, not yet, yet. Okay. um we also do boy scouts and some other things so there is quite a bit of travel uh i think that's been you know again that has been a little bit um tricky figuring out okay what do we pack yeah. <laughs> because you know typically they provide food for you know the troop when when they're gone a lot of it has to be you know packed pre-packaged you know for longevity if they're gone for a week or two at a time and so that's something that we're still um figuring out what works well and then just kind of trusting our you know our son to make good choices when he is uh, given options and we're not we're not around for that but um i think most most groups nowadays with all the allergies um are less surprised when somebody has special dietary needs and oh. so i think uh it's we are in a day and age where it's more accepted than it probably ever has been to be a little bit different gotcha um do you guys ever had a i want to give up moment <laughs> um Probably, well, I don't know if it was an extreme I want to give up moment. There's been a few. Or it's, um, or it's a not worth it moment type of thing. A not worth it moment, yeah. Um, I think the first couple of weeks were probably the hardest because um, he, you know, he was pushing back. My husband was looking at the bill because, you know, you buy special food and the price goes <laughs> up. It's <Yeah>. weird. <laughs> so um, he was looking at the bill. So I know that was causing him some stress. I was doing lots of research and 
Um, I, I'm so glad we live when we live because, you know, you have Pinterest and you have all these bloggers who have taken journeys that are similar to ours so that there's lots of recipes, there's lots of ideas available where there wouldn't have been 10, 15 years ago. And so I'm really glad about that. That did help, but it was overwhelming. The meal planning and then I felt like I was trying to strike a balance between, you know, the budget side of things and easing into that and also trying to coach the rest of my family because it wasn't just, you know, because my whole family did this, it was not just our son who was giving me pushback. Our oldest daughter and all our other kids were giving me pushback and, and you know, um, so yeah, it was, it was emotional. There were some tears, you know, and I, you know, I, I was discouraged, but I, I can't honestly say that I felt like it wasn't worth it only because again, what we had been walking through was so crazy already. I thought, you know, yeah. I'll try anything at this point aside from, I don't want to put my kid on pharmaceuticals, you right. know, like I'll try, I'll try the food thing. I will, will, I'll stand on my head at this point. Like I just, I want, I want peace in my home. I want joy in my home. And so I, I, we were, we did push through, um, those, those couple of weeks and, you know, uh, my husband has been an amazing support. And so I, I feel like for, for couples walking through this, I think that can be a big challenge. It's tough on a marriage to make those big changes. And so just making sure that your communication is very open, that you talk about your budget, what the expectations are, what the reality is. You you communicate all of those things when you make that transition and then keep talking, um, keep, you know, observing and um, make time for one another in that because it is a big change when you make that switch. There's lots of planning. There's lots of everything that kind of goes into that. And so you don't want to um, get so absorbed in that that you, your family suffers a little bit because of it. There, That's my soapbox for the moment. No, I think that's <laughs> – you've kind of lined up what I was going to ask. Oh. <laughs> so, um, so we're probably at like a closing point unless there's something else you – an encouraging word or something I mean because we were in a city with a lot of teen suicide and you yeah. kind of you didn't get to that point but that was an alert like yeah it was a huge alert it was scary it's scary when you're you know looking at your your kiddo and you know that those thoughts are rolling around in their head and you know that they're willing to try it um yeah it's it's scary I think my my encouragement would be you know definitely Talk to your family. Ask good questions. Don't interrogate. Just ask good questions of, you know, your kids. Um, listen to them. Put put the cell phone or the iPad or whatever down and, and listen to them. Talk to your spouse, um, you know, and definitely, you know, don't feel like you're alone in this. I think that was the scary thing is you feel it, it's almost a shameful thing. You, because you feel like you failed as a parent if your kids are having these thoughts, you know, and it's it's not, it's, you know, sometimes their little bodies just are haywire and all they need is, you know, a few changes here and there and that can impact them mentally, physically, and spiritually. And so don't, don't isolate yourself, you know, talk, talk about it and keep it open. And, you know, Again, you know, if, if you make the transition, just remember, like, if you fall off the, the food bandwagon or anything like that for any length of time, just hop right back on as soon as you can. Don't 
throw in the towel, don't give up, just keep, you know, kind of like the little engine that could or Dory, you know, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, like keep going, keep doing it. And you, you know, we're, we're in the initial, I mean, we're just in our first year of this and to see the impact already, I'm just, you know, um, so incredibly blessed by this. And so I want to encourage, yeah, anyone else who is thinking about starting this journey, who has started the journey, um, you know, go for it. Like really with, with food stuff, you have nothing to lose. Like you really just, you don't have anything to lose, but everything to gain potentially. Cool. I guess last, like what was your favorite resources? Like where do you look for recipes and like your Pinterest and blog and like, um, Pinterest, honestly, has <laughs> has been huge. Um, there's a few bloggers, uh, I, you know, that that I've really enjoyed. Um, the yeah, I I would have to go back and, and look, but okay. yeah, Pinterest we Pinterest has been yeah. I was gonna say if, if you have footnotes, Pinterest has been just very helpful um, because other people have gone before us and gathered those websites and posted them on on Pinterest and stuff. So that's been really, really helpful. Um, do you have a Pinterest that you've lined those I up I do, with? actually. I do have a Pinterest. Okay, so yeah. send me that. And I okay, can, I'll send you that Pinterest and you can recipes. kind of start looking and adding because, yeah, that's that's a huge saver. And I will say planning your meals. Um, I know I'm a planner, so it worked for me, but planning your meals, you know, do 15, maybe 20 meals uh, a month and just duplicate some of those. That actually has helped quite a bit so you don't feel like you're reinventing the wheel every single time and you know so pick a few that you like and then you know rotate those through every couple of weeks and our you know everybody's everybody's been happy with that it's been good it hasn't been too stressful so and then you know what to shop for and shop ahead of time cool <laughs> nice cool well i think we'll end it there yeah we'll add those kind of resources in the show right. notes and thanks for your time today and yeah thank yeah, you for sharing your journey <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Commission Client Podcast. If you found that hopeful, inspiring, or entertaining, we would love some iTunes love. And as all podcasters request, please subscribe to our show and your favorite podcast listening app. I'm Dr. Kurt Perkins, toasting you to a life of more health and less health care. <laughs>